Chapter twenty six of the Love Affairs of Pixie by Mrs. George de Horn Basie. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. What have I done? There was a moment's silence, a moment which seemed like an hour. Then Stanor spoke. Thank you, Pixie. He put his arms around her, made as if to kiss her cheek but the small hands held him off with unexpected strength. Not yet, not yet. You haven't answered my question. What question? If you want me. The grey eyes were very near his own. They seemed to search into his very soul. Do you want me, Stanor? Pixie, what a question. You, you know the answer. I think I do she nodded her head with a grave certainty i'm sure i do you don't want me stanor he started at that and his hands relaxed their hold the dull red flush mounted once more to his forehead his lips twitched and twitched again the man was suffering and the marks of his pain were plain to read why should you say that pixie what is it i explained about that extra six months you said you understood it was part of the agreement that we were not to write except on occasions were my letters wrong didn't they please you i was never a good hand at letter writing was was that it what was it what have i done pixie to make you doubt me i don't think said pixie dreamily you've done anything it seemed for a moment as if she had nothing more to say then suddenly she asked another question stanor that day in liverpool on the landing stage did you notice a girl standing near me a girl with a fur cap no pixie i noticed only one girl yourself she was parting from a man her lover or husband who was leaning over the rail and looking down at her stanor they cared they loved each other all these years i have had their faces in my heart i looked at them and i looked at you and i understood the difference i was miserable enough pixie all men do not show their feelings in the same way i knew you were sorry i was sorry too i'm not blaming you i've no right to blame you i have waited for you and you've come back you have asked me to marry you stanor she clasped his arms with her hands her eyes intently gazing into his i'll tell you the truth about myself i was a child when you went away i didn't know how to love now i do if you love me stanor with your whole heart and soul more than anyone in the world more than anything in the world then marry me dear and i'll make you happy if you don't if there is any doubt in your mind if there is someone else who has grown nearer to you while you've been away i shouldn't be angry stanor only her voice shook a quiver passed over the upturned face please tell me now be honest it's for all our lives remember we've no right to spoil our lives god gave them to us we're responsible to him it will spoil them stanor if there is not real real love between us now tell me look in my eyes and tell me stanor do you want me but he could not face her 
he wrenched himself free of her grasp turned toward the mantelpiece and with a groan buried his face in his hands pixie you-you shame me you cover me with shame i ought to have known that i could not deceive you you are not the sort to be deceived it's worse than you think when the temptation came i could have kept out of the way she wanted me to keep away but i wouldn't do it i followed her wherever she went i-you'd better know the whole truth and then you'll understand the kind of fellow i am it's not my fault that i wasn't married months ago that you didn't read it in the papers without a word of preparation that's what i wanted what i proposed it was she who refused it is her doing that i am here to-day she would have nothing to say to me till i asked you first i wanted to stay on in america settle down there and keep out of the way he had spoken with his face hidden now as he finished speaking he remained in the same position and not a sound came to his ears but the ticking of the clock in the corner he might have been alone in the room a miserable conviction seized him that he was alone that between himself and the girl by his side there had arisen an impenetrable wall as for pixie she had promised not to be angry but it appeared to her at that moment that she had never before known what anger meant it burned within her a flame of indignation and wounded faith a throwing back on herself of all the arduous mental battles of the last few days never even to herself had pixie acknowledged that she had learned to love stephen glynn that it hurt her to know of his love for her hurt intolerably to see him depart were truths which could not be ignored but while stanor lived and was faithful it was impossible even to contemplate love for another man pixie had enough knowledge of her own nature to realize that she could be happy in giving stanor a happiness which he could only gain through her it was as natural to her to be happy as for a flower to lift its face in the sun but for both the sun was needed a more introspective soul would have realized that there were degrees in happiness and that she would be missing the best pixie with characteristic simplicity accepted what seemed to her the right step and shut her mind against vain regrets but stanor did not want her he was not faithful he had had so little consideration for her feelings that he would have let her read of his marriage in a public print he had appeared now only at the command of another i think said pixie deeply you are a cowardly man i am sorry for the girl you are going to marry she seems to have a conscience but it would have been kinder of her if she had made you tell me the truth without first trying to spoil my life i suppose you would have married me if i had said yes or was it only a form which you never intended to keep you are hard on me pixie but i deserve it i have no excuses to make my only comfort is that i have not ruined your happiness like you i have learnt my lesson and i can see one thing clearly you don't love me pixie no 
i don't love you but i have kept myself for you i have closed my heart to every other thought i would have loved you if you had needed me nothing nothing in the world could have made me deceive you i knew it we both knew it honor said honor pixie's cry rang sharp is it honor honor ward somehow the knowledge seemed an additional hurt she sat down on a chair and clasped her cold hands the brain flashed back memories of occasions dating back to the very beginning of stanor's life in america when his name and honor's had been coupled together honor ward and i stanor vaughn and i memories of an earlier occasion still when honor had said with empressement you can trust me pixie even then had she foreseen what might happen even then with her knowledge of her own character and stanor's seen danger ahead well honor had been loyal from stanor's manner even more than his words it was obvious that there had been no impediment in the way as regards her own wishes yet she had refused him had sent him home to keep his troth after that first sharp moment pixie had no coldness in her heart towards honor ward stanor was talking moving restlessly to and fro telling the story of the past years in jerky disconnected sentences blaming himself exonerating honor the sound of his words penetrated to pixie's brain but not the sense it seemed to her useless to listen there was nothing more to be said suddenly she rose from her seat with an air of decision i think you had better go bridgie my sister mrs victor is here i would rather you didn't see her she will be angry they will all be angry they're fond of me you see and they will think i have been humiliated i am not humiliated no one can humiliate me but myself but just at first they won't be reasonable will you please go pixie don't think about me think of yourself i will leave it to you to tell your own story i have asked you to marry me and you have refused tell them that tell them that you refused that it was your doing not mine the glance of the grey eyes gave him a hot tingling of shame you don't understand said pixie softly i am proud of being the faithful one you don't understand she laid her hand on the door but stanor stopped her with another question and honor what shall i say to honor she thinks so much of you she'll do nothing without your consent some day when she comes to london will you see her pixie pixie shook her head it would hurt us both and do no good give her my love as for you i can't give her what is not mine you belong to her so there's nothing more to be said i hope you will make her happy i will i will at this moment i seem to you an unmitigated scoundrel but things will be different we shall settle in america i will help her with her work we'll work together i give my life for her i will give it i'll make amends he stood still waiting as if there were still more to be said 
my uncle will be angry but it is his doing if it had not been for him we should have been married years ago he shouldn't blame me for what he has brought about his is the blame if i see him when i see him can i say anything from you tell him said pixie clearly that i am grateful to him his is the praise End of chapter 26